Welcome to the Coffee and Questions podcast. I am your host, Michelle Berman-Michael, and my mission with this podcast is simple, to help realtors and loan officers across the world tap into the value Instagram can have for them and their business. To me, organic business that comes to us is the name of the game. On this show, you're going to hear from myself, other experts across social media, and also others that are just like you selling real estate and doing loans and doing it at a high level on social media. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Coffee and Questions podcast. This has been a very long time coming episode. And if you guys don't know this lady, you should. Um, And if you've been around me for long enough, you know that I am a raving fan of her, not only because she's an incredible course student, but also because she is a do what she says she's going to do kind of lady. And she is making waves in her marketplace, both on Instagram and just in selling real estate. So I am excited to welcome Carla McGee. She is a uh, agent specializing in multifamily and commercial real estate in the Phoenix market. She is a former Instagram power method course student longtime friend of mine now, um, and someone who is just honestly crushing it. So Carla, I'm so excited to have you. And I, I really, really Thank believe, you. I really believe that people are going to get so much out of this. So, um, why don't you just tell us a little bit about you, how long you've been in real estate, kind of, um, what's going on for you and, and kind of the journey of, of how you became all of those things that I just mentioned. Well, you are so sweet. The feeling is so mutual. Um, so I, came from a corporate background and then I had my children. That's basically the short version of the story. I went into real estate, specifically commercial real estate because of my corporate background, my finance degree. It was just a very natural fit. And that was in 2014. Um, In 2019, I met Michelle and I was just kind of taking this like random Instagram class. Uh, wasn't really sure what it was going to do. I just knew that as a Gen Xer, I had very little. Um, I've worked with Instagram very little. I probably had like two pictures of my kids on there and I didn't know how to use it as a business tool. I was more familiar with Facebook. That's kind of more my 40 something um, point of view. So I take this class thinking like I'm at least going to learn how to turn it on. <laughs> and I meet Michelle and she was phenomenal so much so that I bought the course that weekend and just got to work. Um, things have gone amazingly, if that's a word, uh, over the almost three years we were just discussing. Yeah. So it's been a journey, right? I think that back mm-hmm. in, even back in 2019 for me, um, when I was teaching that, uh, free class at the time, Um, there was, there was so much that I was learning as far as how to teach all of you guys, how to do this. Um, and you know, getting in front of a room and trying to articulate something that I could do with my eyes closed was also a challenge. Um, and it became something that you actually really helped me with. We almost kind of collaborated on how I could be better at, at coaching people through people like you. Right. And you kind of became like a Guinea pig of mine in, in a fun way. Um, but also in, Mm -hmm. in a way of like, Hey, if it's working for you, I need to figure out how to replicate this on a, on a bigger scale, um, so that I can, I can essentially help more people like you. Um, but one of the things that you mentioned that I want to back up to, so I know you specialize in multifamily. I know, you know, you do a lot of commercial deals, but you, you sell residential here and there. Right. And and that's neither here Mm -hmm. nor there. 
Um, but it's for those of us listening, uh, creating context, right. Of this is a, a woman who is selling high end real estate. Um, you know, dealing with multifamily is, is not easy. There's a lot of things that go into that. Um, commercial is even, uh, e- even hairier, I think is a good way of saying that. Um, and so this is for those of you guys who are here with us, right. You're listening to somebody who really at the time, Instagram wasn't really a thing for you guys, right? There really wasn't a multifamily agent or a commercial agent that was using Instagram to generate business. So uh, what I really want you to talk about, Carl, if you may, is what were you doing at that time prior to taking that class with me to generate business? What was your lead gen? Like, what did that look like? Um, and then why did you just, did you decide to tie that all up? Maybe I should sit in an Instagram class. So at the time I was spending a lot of time and money on, um, from a commercial platform on things like LoopNet and Crexy, and then relying on leads from my broker, which have a very heavy split, um, those kinds of things to get more leads, more business, right? Cold calling. Nobody likes cold calling. Um, so I was doing all that to generate business and it was working, but I was like, there has to be a smarter way in my head. I was like, like I said, I'm a Gen Xer. The new, the next generation under me is the second largest generation to baby boomers. That's a lot of people to be captive. And they're like real adults now. Like they're not just even eating avocado toast anymore. They're like legitimate adults. They're buying homes, they're buying investments, they're starting businesses, they're having families. And so I was like, how do I get in front of these people uh, in order to tell them what, like what I have to offer them? And that's when I saw your course. I literally started as like, I didn't even know I had Instagram as an app on my phone. (laughs) And so like, like, where is it? Did I download it? I don't know. And so Michelle not only helped me find it, helped me turn it into a business page. And then the the rest is history. Yeah. And I want to, I want to get into that. So we're talking dollars and cents wise, let's create context. So all of the applications you were talking to me about, as far as, you know, ultimately buying visibility, I guess is a good way of saying that, right. Buying leads, um, having to spend money on platforms, uh, to be able to generate business for yourself. What were you spending monthly? If you can kind of roundabout guess. I think I was probably spending about a thousand dollars plus a month, like easily thinking back because the commercial platforms, um, no, I was spending more than that because I also was um, an affiliate of some programs that specialize in multifamily and they were charging like $2,000 a month. So it was, I was probably spending closer to three. And did you have to pay that up front, or did you pay it based off of selling real estate through them or through like, so it depended on the Right. It depended on the platform The some of them make you pay up front. Some of them make you pay per lead. Um, and then some of them are just, like I said, like this extra split with my broker. So it really depended, but I was definitely shelling out a good couple thousand a month. And then in addition to that, if there was like, I was closing a lead or anything like that, I was paying an additional amount. Yeah. So, you know, the, the nature of splits then comes into the conversation. Right. Um, which I recall you being at the brokerage you were at prior to where you are now with my home group. And, and that was a journey to um, a good one for the most part, but being able to transition into where you are now, um, it's been amazing to watch uh, on my side, right. but also to see you Thank step you. in 
to see you step into that. Right. And say like, I can do this on my own. I don't. And I, I tell people this all the time, right? Like you don't need your broker. What you need is you need uh, people around you that are going to encourage you to do the things that you need to be doing in order to execute at the level that you want to execute at. Right. So depending on what your goal is, how many, how many houses do you want to sell? How many deals do you want to do? That's not dependent on your broker. Um, that's dependent on you. So I think that right. that's it's, part of it. It's helpful when your broker is supportive. The broker I was with at that time told me my Instagram was cute and that I should stop wasting my time on it. Um, that that's not where commercial and multifamily leads come from. Um, that, you know, we do things the old fashioned way and I should too. And then I left that brokerage and closed $7 million on Instagram that year. I would have uh, lovingly sent her a screenshot of that for me. Um, but uh, but uh, I sent her why, a nice Christmas gift. That's why uh, um, I work for myself. That's all I got to say. Um, that's so, right. right? Um, that's why we're entrepreneurs here. Um, so I want to get into the journey. Um, and there, there's some fun pieces to your journey. And I remember you bought the course, the Instagram Power Method, in November of 2019. Um, the course was in its infancy, right? So we're talking like it was maybe three months old at the time. Um, but the transition for you was, was pretty wild. Um, and I think one of, one of the things that I want to tell people about, or I want you to tell people about, I should say is when you first started, why Instagram? Like, why did you choose Instagram over, you know, maybe you could have taken a LinkedIn class. Maybe you could have taken a YouTube class, like why Instagram and we'll start there. Okay. So I personally, I try to make like one big goal every year. Um, whether that's, you know, I'm financially putting money into this or I'm learning this, uh, mostly because I just know my limitations and I don't like to feel like I failed at something. So my goal that year was Instagram and I literally didn't know where to start. I mean, I met you in November, so (laughs) That was 11 months of like, what, what do I do? I don't know. And for me, the reason really was to get in front of a, a audience younger than I am that are still legitimate investors um, that appreciate what I have to say that, but that's where they search for things. And I remember one of our first conversations was about hashtags and about searching hashtags on Instagram. And I was like, that's a thing people do that. And you were like a hundred percent, my age group does that. And that was the age group I was after. So the, the initial class that we took the free class that back when you used to do that was literally just like, how do I turn this on? I bet I can figure this out once I figure out how to like load my app in and, you know, figure out a business name. What I got was so much more. I mean, between you and I, it was more like business coaching. Um, It was like, what should I call it? How am I reaching them? What kind of homework am I doing? Um, and I just tell anybody who asks me about it, I literally just did what Michelle told me to do. Like, I, I feel like I have no credit. Like I was just like, Nope, Michelle said, do this. And I did this. Like it was a no brainer every time. Well, I love that. And you got to give yourself some credit though. There's, there was a lot of, of energy spent, uh, prior to asking me for affirming or asking me to affirm your idea. Um, so there was certainly a lot that you put in on on your side and there still is today, but here's where I want to go with this conversation. And guys, there's a reason why I'm interviewing Carla for this. And there's a reason why we're talking right now. And the big reason here is Carla over the last two and a half, almost three years 
has completely shifted where she spends her money on marketing, um, how much she's spending on marketing, right? So two things, where and how much. Um, and three, um, I think for a lot of us or a lot of you guys listening, you're asking yourself, like, can Instagram work for me? Like, does it even make sense for me to use Instagram if I am a commercial agent or if I'm a multifamily person or if I want to specialize in helping people, you know, flip Airbnbs or buy their first one or, other, you know, the list goes on the categories of who might think that Instagram may or may not work for them is endless. Um, but let's talk about each one of those three things. So 2019, um, $0 on Instagram, as far as I was, as far as I can recall, right. 2020, um, I believe you did a total of seven deals off of Instagram. I'm not sure exactly what the math is for you as far as volume there. Um, and then 2021, I have a screenshot uh, that I have, have shared with people who have asked me, um, but 7.1 million in total volume off of Instagram in 2021 out of your total of just over 17 million in volume for the year. So that is roughly 40% of your revenue generated as an agent came directly off of Instagram in 2021, which if you look at year over year, that's absolutely mind blowing. So what two questions, right? How much are you spending on Instagram and, and how much are you spending on marketing now as a whole, as far as lead gen? Um, and then two, um, let me start with one. We'll go back to number one and then I'm going to, I'm going to bring us to number <laughs> two because I want to make sure I frame it right. Okay. So how much am I spending on Instagram? I, that's it. It's zero. just my time. For those yep, of you guys who are listening zero. to this, she's yeah, sorry. Those zero. of you that are listening and not <laughs> watching, it's a zero. I don't spend anything on Instagram. There was a couple points where I played with like, uh, what is that spot? Not sponsoring your post, but like Boosting them. paying for your post. Yeah, yeah. To see if it'll boost. And I didn't see a huge influx or anything. So not that it was expensive. So we'll call it $10. I spent $10 on Instagram last year. <laughs> um, but like one of the things that I, so I spend my time and I know this is going to kind of lead into question two, but the reason why I choose it over some of the other platforms is because on those platforms, even though I was paying for them and they had value, right? I was closing leads on them. It's not like I was spending all this money and, and, and not seeing any ROI on it. It was, I had to like, think of like Zillow, right? For residential agents, someone you pay Zillow, what a thousand dollars a month or so you, they click and you have to call them and then you have to convince them that you are the right person for this job. When I was, when I use my Instagram, I am, all, I am in front of the person the, all they have to do to see that I am the right person for this job is to scroll. That's it. That's all they have to do is to scroll through, see my value series, see that I'm working, see what I'm talking about. And then they know I'm the right person for this job because I've already told them I didn't have to convince them. I didn't have to sell them on anything like they they are now seeking me out. I've even used it as almost like a website like, hey, you should go check out my Instagram so that if I am calling somebody and I am having to convince them how smart I am, it's like, you know what? Don't take my word for it go check out my Instagram. I just did a value series on that. And then they can see that I am an industry expert and I, I have zero convincing I have to do about it. So that's, that's a huge, huge point, right? Is why do I encourage people to use Instagram and why is Instagram an amazing platform? Two reasons. One, it's free, 
completely free forever. You never have to pay for a single ad if you don't want to. Matter of fact, as Carla just mentioned, she doesn't, right? Number two is it is your website. It literally replaces the expensive, archaic side of websites that a lot of people are using. And I guess, let me add a third one. It is a platform where everybody is going who is trying to validate or essentially decide if somebody is credible enough for us to give our money to, right? So I am one of those, those Jenners that you're talking about, right? Um, as far as being part of, of that generation of people who are spending money on investment properties, spending money on um, different types of ways for us as families to make more revenue outside of our jobs, right? So when I choose to decide, am I going to hire someone or am I not? I go to Instagram. I mean, I got married in 2019 and where did I find our wedding venue in a hashtag that I searched on Instagram? So hello, um, it works. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. And that's what people are doing. Um, there's other things today in 2022, like TikTok that people are using to, to help them make purchasing decisions. But I never, I genuinely do not believe that any platform that exists on this planet aside or, or will ever beat out Instagram because it's power is creating a credible platform that allows people to decide, are you worth me spending my money to hire you? Um, I just don't believe that any other platform exists that can do it at that level. I think YouTube is, is certainly a like amazing alternative, but I don't think it's a one or the other. I think in theory, you should really have both. Um, so let's, let's go back to one piece now. So in 2019, you were spending a ton of money monthly on lead generation in 2022, how much money are you spending on lead generation? So this year I have spent none because I just use Instagram and then other organic methods. Um, what Instagram did was kind of open my eyes to, to like back to what I was saying to be already being in front of the person versus, um, versus convincing them versus calling them and convincing them. So now I use, um, Instagram, LinkedIn, I have a podcast, uh, things like that, that put myself in front of people to show them that I'm, I'm an expert in my field versus that call and trying to convince them. It completely shifted my whole perspective on marketing over to that being in front of them versus, versus calling and trying to convince them. Yeah. So let's clarify here. Right. So you're telling me mm -hmm. that you went from spending two to $3,000 a month on those different apps, um, or different platforms for you to be able to generate leads from, I shouldn't say apps. Um, I should say like, you know, uh, different platforms that were, were Correct. similar to like your Zillow, et cetera, that people are using, you know, not necessarily as much today, but you get my point. Um, you were spending two to $3,000 a month on that stuff too. Today in 2022, call it three years later, you're not spending a dollar on any of those platforms that you were spending money on in 2019. And instead you're focused on three main, I would say four main organic traffic sources, right? So number one is a podcast where you promote it on your Instagram. So that's cross promotion, right? right? LinkedIn is, totally. is super powerful, especially for your higher end, um, kind of corporate style professional who is probably spending money on investments. Um, number three is of course, Instagram. Um, and then I would say number four being the TV show or, and not just TV show, but 
um, the news station that you're published on quite regularly or you're featured on. Um, and for those of you guys who don't know this, Carla landed um, a, a spot on a local TV show, um, news station, I should say, um, where she speaks for them almost monthly at this point. And that was something that she earned from Instagram. Um, so it was because she had a platform that established or kind of validated who Carla was. And this, you know, news station was like, okay, well, this person obviously knows what she's talking about. She's approachable. She answers her own messages and Hey, she's really smart. Maybe we should have her on. Um, and then it turned into what it turned into. So for those of you guys listening, let's clarify, right? Again, 2019, we're spending $3,000 a month, call it on ads or not ads on, on lead generation today, 2022, we're spending zero. And instead we're spending time on organic lead generation that allows for us to establish credibility. Am I right? Correct. Yep. That's a hundred percent correct. Well, like I said, it completely shifted my whole mindset about what I was doing to, to promote myself and to put myself in front of people in order to, to close deals and to get sales. Yeah. So let's talk about the mindset of that, right? So at Mm -hmm. what point over the last three years, did you call or email those companies you were spending money on monthly and say, I don't, I don't need this anymore. Um, and what, like kind of how did that happen? I think is a good conversation for people to, to probably align with. It's like, um, it's, it's like calling a, a bad boyfriend. It's just being like, I don't want to go out with you anymore. Like you're toxic. Um, So I was just able to make those phone calls. And of course, we all know you can't like email and be like, hey, I'm canceling. You have to call. It's a hard sales pitch. Um, The price got reduced and cut in half. And, you know, because I was a great client for them. I was spending a lot of money and earning a lot of money. And so everybody was very happy with this relationship except me. Um, So when I was able to kind of cut those cords, it was really a great feeling, but it was so interesting on the other end to hear like, you know, almost desperation because they're, you know, they're offering all these discounts. And what if we give you three months free? And what if we half price? And what if we this? And I was just like, I don't, I don't need that anymore. And so now I get reached out to by new or previous lead generation type companies. And I'm just able to say, I'm not interested. It's, it's not even a conversation. That's so amazing. So let's dive into Instagram specifically for you and what kind of conversations you're having on the platform. So I think this is really powerful because I remember the very first lead that you told me you had ever generated on Instagram was a gentleman who found you from a value series post, uh, about 1031 exchanges. Most people, Mm -hmm. I remember you very, very specifically telling me too, like, do people care about 1031 exchanges? Like, should I be posting about that? And I said, 1000% yes, because even though somebody who might see that might not get it, somebody who does understand that and might be interested in that is going to say, oh my gosh, Carla, this is exactly the information I've been looking for. Um, but that first lead, if I recall, um, called the phone number in your bio only for us to find out that it was your brokerage phone number. Um, and he called that number only to find out that he did not get you directly. And he wanted Carla very much so directly, Mm -hmm. um, and told your broker, Hey, I need to speak to Carla. Where is Carla? Um, that conversation turned into, I believe multiple deals in, in one over the course of the next several months. Um, I'm sure that there's probably been even more since then. 
Um, but talk to me about the, the first lead. Talk to me about like the process of when the leads started happening, kind of what the story is behind some of them. So it took some time, right? I didn't make one Instagram post and then people just started calling me. That's, you know, that's not how it worked. Um, I'd say it took, I don't know, six months. And the first call I got, his name was Justin. And I had done a value series about 1031 exchanges. And one of the conversations Michelle and I had is commercial real estate is very boring. It's all about money. It's very, there's nothing sexy about it. I can't show you like sexy quartz countertops and, you know, things like that. It's literally like, Hey, here's a crappy building and you should buy it. So there's a challenge that comes with, I feel like, um, trying to make commercial real estate, like attractive. So one of the things I do is I talk about finance terms, lease terms, tax issues like 1031 exchanges. And so I was on there talking about it and this guy, you know, clicked in my bio. We found out later that the number went to my broker and he called and was like, I want to speak to Carla because the guy answered. My broker was a guy and he was like, you're not Carla. And he was like, no, I want to talk to Carla. What's her phone number? And so he gave him my phone number and we had a really long conversation that night. And one of the things he said was, I haven't met an agent that knows about these things. Now, is that true? No, I am not unique. There's a lot of agents that know about this stuff. They're just not out in front of people talking about it. And so he, because, because I was out in front of him and talking about it and showing my expertise, he wanted to talk more about that topic so that then choose me as his agent so that we could go out and purchase multifamily properties. He felt like it, he, like, he felt like he was having to educate other agents on, on what he was looking for. And with me, it wasn't a matter of educating me. I already knew what he was looking for and we could just have their, that uh, learning curve we skipped. So you know, whatever your, whatever your niche is, that's what you want to be talking about because you want those people calling you and that learning curve, that like hump of like, do you understand luxury real estate? Do you understand rural real estate? Do you understand horse properties? Whatever it is you're selling, like they already know you know about it because they saw it on your Instagram. Like they saw that you were talking about it, that you're an expert, you weren't blowing smoke. And so we can just skip that part of the conversation. We can skip dating and go straight to marriage. Like, let's just, <laughs> let's just do this. Let's just go buy stuff together. Yeah. So the 2021 year, we're talking about $7 million in real estate off of Instagram directly. So just dig into that. Like, what did those leads look like? Were they DMS? Were they people that commented on stuff? Were they people that called you directly? Was it somebody that met you at an event, looked you up on Instagram and then called you like, just try to dissect, like, how does someone generate $7 million in, in real estate off of Instagram? So it was kind of all of the above. Um, one of the things you talk about in your course is engagement. And that's like basically going out and talking to strangers on Instagram, right? Like making new friends. That's how I look at it. I'm just out making new friends. Um, so I was looking in one of my hashtags, which I think was house hacking at the time. And I saw this guy who was a house hacker in Mesa, Arizona. And what house hacking means is like, think of a duplex. You live on one side and you rent the other side. That's the short version. Um, and so I was like, 
oh, hey, you know, I love your duplex in Mesa. I love Mesa. And then saw that he was getting married in September and was like, I got married in September. That's the best month to get married. So our, our relationship started based on that we both got married in September. We DM'd each other. I also reached out to him to ask him like, hey, as a house hacker, what are some of the things you wish you knew when you went into it? I'm going to create a value series about that. And then I did. And then, um, which is also something Michelle told me to do. So, and then I did, and I created that and he, you know, he read it long story short, eventually he called me and he was like, can we go out for coffee? I have some questions. Absolutely. Let's go out for coffee. So I meet him and not only, and we chat for very briefly. I don't even think I finished my first cup and not only did I sell his duplex that he house hacked, then we 1031 exchanged into two more properties. So that one conversation turned into three sales. Um, so I was like just one based on like two pieces of homework. Michelle has you do, which is engagement. And then um, I think that they used to be called, it goes down in the DMS. I don't yeah. know what you call now it now, it's but called DM like yeah. a boss, but same, same. <laughs> So it was that it was like, Hey, I'm, you know, I appreciate your opinion. I value what you have to say. And then I, and then I used it. Um, like what, so, and then some, I would go to like a conference or do some kind of networking and give them my, my Instagram. One of the things I also do is I belong to like Facebook groups for investors, first-time investors, long-term investors. And like when they're talking about say 1031 exchanges, what I'll do is I'll say, that's a great topic or that's an interesting question. I just talked about that on my value series. So I'm not spamming them. I'm literally just giving them my Instagram or like if it's not allowed in the group rules to uh, to do that, then I will like say DM me for my Instagram or something like that. So I'm not like when you go on something where someone's like, I'm looking for a house, there's like 10,000 realtors that are like, I can sell you a house. What makes you different? So what made me different? And I was like, I just talked about that. Check this out on my Instagram. Um, and then some people just DM me and are like, Hey, I want to buy a house. And I'm like, okay, Hey, let's do it. I love it. So, so Here's, yeah. here's the, the tie this whole thing up with a bow, because I do want to be a good steward of your time and, and make sure that people can get connected to you. Cause I think that that's important here. Um, but what Carla is describing is a process that I call DM like a boss now. So it used to be called, it goes in the down, it goes down in the DMS. Now I call it DM like a boss, but here's what we're talking about, right? Is every single thing that you do on Instagram is about three main principles. Number one, can you create connection with somebody? Do I feel like there is something that you said or something that you posted that I can relate to that opens the door for principle number two, which is creating conversation, right? Being social on social media and creating what I call virtual handshakes with somebody. As you said, it's going out and making friends with people. That is what it is. And going out and making friends with people is a lot easier when you have shared connection or you have a mutual, like, Hey, me too moment, where in this case for you, it was, Hey, I also got married in September. Um, it's the best month to get married. And it became a very easy open door to a conversation. Then all of that ties into principle number three, which is conversion, right? So, um, the, the pretty way of saying the three principles is the three C's, but creating connection that develops conversation or turns into conversation, which then creates conversion right? 
So conversion happens when you do something like what you just mentioned, where somebody, you and somebody have a shared connection on something. So a conversation's flowing. You then say, Hey, I want to go ahead and uh, ask you just a quick thing. I'm actually creating a series about house hacking. Uh, I know, you know, all about it. I think it would be cool for my audience to learn about it. What are two things that you wish you knew two, three years ago when you first started doing it, then going and taking this one step further, which please pause this. If you're listening to this recording and come back to it and, and listen to it over and over and over again, until it gets into your brain, which is if you are asking that question, Hey, what are two things you wish you knew about house hacking before you started that you don't, or that you do now, you then ask that question, you get a feedback from him, maybe two or three things. You then go make a value series about it. And it actually goes out on your Instagram. And then guess what guys, here is the key. Make sure you go tell him, Hey, Justin, I went and posted some of those things that you mentioned to me because it was so valuable. I think other people like you would get a lot out of that. What does that tell Justin? It tells him one, you are genuinely asking him questions you truly care about, which is authenticity, which is so important on social media because there's a lot of less than that. Um, Two, it shows that you're available to him, right? So if he were to then reach out to you and actually ask you additional questions, you're available to him. Like he knows that he can get you with those questions. Um, And number three, it also adds a ton of credibility to who you are, like uh, to the ninth degree. There is no better credibility than what you just described, Carla, as far as that funnel, right? So that's what this is. Mm -hmm. So what I want to leave our audience with is this out of all of your success with Instagram, right? We now no longer spend any money on marketing outside of organic stuff, right? Which is just incredible to me. Um, and should be inspiration to a lot of people, but you, you don't spend any money on marketing. You have nothing but business that comes to you, which is freaking beautiful, right? Who doesn't want that? Um, and you now are in a position where people are reaching out to you saying, Hey, Carla, like, how are you doing this? Right? So what is one thing, maybe two things that you would tell everybody who's listening to this that they need to know, and maybe one action item as far as how can they start right now after they finish listening to this? So whenever anyone reaches out to me that is like, Hey, your Instagram is awesome. Like, what are you doing? Or, you know, I met you through so-and-so on Instagram. Like, why, why am I following your Instagram? Um, one of the things I tell like number one, and guys, this is genuine. I literally tell them here's Michelle's phone number. That's like, that's the first conversation I have. I say, I use an Instagram coach. She's a lot smarter than I am. And that's who I call every time um, I have any kind of question. And so, in fact, Michelle can always tell when I'm talking about her, I'll get like a random text because she's like, I just got contacted by a bunch of people. Are you talking about me? Uh, Yes, 100%. Um, But two, one of the things I would say that you can just do today without contacting Michelle, without doing anything on your own Instagram is just make genuine connections. Remember, this is not a sales pitch, right? We're not selling people anything. We are creating, like we're making friends with strangers on the internet. And that's what I do. I just go on Instagram and I make friends with strangers. That is a cute dog. I love the bow in your daughter's hair. My daughter is also 12. How are you dealing with 
the 12 ness um, you know, just things like that. I literally, I'm just making friends. I, they're genuine questions. They're, it's gen, it's what I would ask my girlfriends over a cup of coffee or a glass of wine. And I think that that comes across whenever you're like, uh, buy this house, do this now. Like, like Michelle was saying with Justin, like I said, Hey, I created a value series based on your questions. You should go check it out. It, because it was genuine. I wasn't asking him these questions as a sales pitch. I was genuinely asking him so I could create my next value series. And I think that when you do that, even though they don't know that's what you're doing, it comes across really authentic and really genuine. One of the things I hear about myself when I meet someone in person that has followed me on my Instagram is you are just like you are online. Like that you are how I picture you. Like we're already friends in my head. So I take that as a compliment because it means that I'm really, I'm authentic. I'm genuine. It's not a sales pitch. This is who I am. I'm just sharing my knowledge with the world. I love it. So couple of questions. How can we find you? And I know the answer, but I want you to say it. Um, <laughs> and I also want everyone to know, like, where can we find you outside of Instagram? And then what do you have coming up that we can get dialed into if uh, people are interested in doing so? So you can find me on Instagram at investment real estate, AZ, AZ is for Arizona. Um, when you go there in my bio is my link tree that has all the other ways you can also contact me. So it has my YouTube channel. It has my podcast. You can be a Patreon member and get cool swag and, you know, get some behind the scenes stuff from my podcast about commercial real estate. Uh, specifically in Arizona, but it kind of applies everywhere. We specialize in residential partner referrals um, for the state of Arizona, but also in other states as well. Commercial real estate doesn't have the same restrictions that residential real estate does. So please reach out to me about that. If you have a client that you don't know what to do with because they're starting a new restaurant or trying to sell a business and that's way out of your scope, uh, we pay, we pay everyone a referral. We paid about $197,000 last year in residential referrals. We take care of everybody. We just want to extend the same service you've been giving them. I love it so much guys. Carla is a wealth of knowledge. She is super available when she is not also already on the phone, uh, very similar to how I feel most days, but, um, she will absolutely be, uh, your right hand. If this is something that you're trying to navigate, whether it's on the Instagram side, or as she was mentioning on the referral side. So if you are a residential agent and you're like, what do I even do with this deal? I don't know, but I don't want to not make money off of it. I just need somebody to take care of it. Um, that can happen. So guys go follow Carla on Instagram investment, real estate, AZ. She is absolutely crushing it. And I'm not just saying that you just guys, you guys just got to spend 40 minutes with me listening to how she is crushing it. So great person to emulate. But aside from that, thank you guys so much for being part of this episode of coffee and questions. I cannot wait for our next one. And Carla, we will definitely have you guys back. Thank you guys. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow my guests on social media. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving us a review wherever you consume this content.